You don't have to go far before you read a quote or a blog or an article from a guru telling you the only thing you have to be afraid of is fear itself. And this idea of fear is a topic I think that's wildly misunderstood. By the way, this is Dan Walchman. This is the Edgy Conversations podcast that you're listening to, Radical Help for People Who Want It. Joseph Campbell, he made this quote, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Very interesting. Now, Joseph Campbell was a lecturer. Um, he, he talked a lot about religion and myth and, and, I don't know, he bundled all that up together. Um, and the reason I've been thinking about fear is that it controls a lot of our lives. You don't have to go far in a day before you run across something that you're afraid of. I don't know about you, but, but I, I struggle with fear. Now that may not seem like an an obvious statement, or you may actually think I'm trying to be falsely humble. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that I've been accused of that much, but uh, I, I'm a person who is, is highly obsessive, highly focused, and fear is one of the negative qualities that comes from being obsessive. See, it's my job to think five moves ahead, maybe 15 moves ahead. Be playing a game of chess while you're playing checkers. In other words, you play one move, I'm playing two or three or four or five ahead of you, always knowing what I want you to do and pushing, persuading, prodding, influencing you to do what I think is best for me. I'm not being selfish, just... That's what clients pay me to do. But the, the byproduct, the side product, the outcome of that when you're obsessing is that you fear. There's lots of things to observe and lots of things to fear. There's shadows on the wall that don't exist in real life. They're just shadows. It look like a big monster. Then you realize it's just a plastic animal wedged against you know, the side of a, 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 a couch cushion and it looks like something that's scary. When really it's just, you know, it's silly and dumb. But this idea of fear is something we don't love to talk about. And, and especially for us dudes, I think there's a level of machismo that limits us from, from actually having a quality discussion about this idea of fear. But for anyone, guy or girl, man or lady, old person, young person, whatever race, whatever color, whatever sex, whatever gender, to be honest with you, we make more decisions because of what we're afraid of than what we're motivated to do. I had an interesting conversation with a, a very insightful business leader. This is a business leader who makes almost a million dollars a year themselves in salary, working for a very large company. And we were talking earlier about a problem that they're running up against. And the, 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 the challenge we had between ourselves, like the, the, the challenge we were tossing back and forth is, how do you know when you should be afraid and like stop because you're going to hurt yourself or when it's time just to press forward? Right? When is it time that you, you look fear square in the eye and you say, I'm just not going to back down. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to go back to where the way things were, the way back to the way things were. I'm going to keep pushing through. Oh, you may be thinking I'm going to tell you the answer to that question. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know the answer to that question. I wish I did. But I think the answer might be something slightly different, perhaps completely different. It's not what you're afraid of, but it's what you let control you.
In other words, you can be afraid and still operate at peak efficiency. You can still be uncertain about your future and go get things done. Let me make another claim to you that if you're if you know the how, like if you're not afraid of your future, if you're not uncertain about how things are going to turn out, I mean, if you know exactly how everything's going to turn out, your dream is so small, um, your risks are, are so insignificant that you are up to absolutely nothing that will be awesome in your life. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are uh, adventurous. You've got goals, you've got dreams, you've got ambitions, you've got places you want to get to and 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 big goals that you want to achieve. And, and, and the other side of having those big goals is there's some uncertainty about how you're going to get that done. And uncertainty is a fancy word, right? Fear is four letters. It's primal. It's simple. In our minds, we know exactly what it is. We, we the, the feel, the taste, the smell, the touch, we know all of it. We know what fear is all about. When we say uncertainty, it's kind of like, well, I'm not really afraid, but I just don't know. It's kind of a more sophisticated way to describe fear. But I want to be very clear that if you've never been pacing around your bedroom at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., or not pacing, does anyone pace? I mean, I used to pace. I feel like I paced when I was in my 20s. Now I just sit there and look at the ceiling. And not just look at the ceiling, <laughs> but I find myself looking at my phone, reading the news, looking at the ceiling, look at my phone, read the news. And all of it coming back to the same conclusion. In fact, sometimes I'll even say it out loud after a sigh. <sighs> I just don't know. I just don't know. Hey, here's the reality about that fear. Number one, it's never going to go away. You're never going to like it. And I'm not even sure you're going to be able to ever get used to it. You should be aware of what it is. You should be aware of your tolerance for pain and fear. It's also something that you should talk yourself through. So here's what's interesting. Our lives are controlled by pain quite a bit. Pain, I think of as literal physical pain. Fear, I think of as mental pain. Isn't that an interesting analogy? When I wrote my book and I got to the, the section under the human strategy, my editor and I were talking about pain and fear because I think, you know, pain, fear, love, loss, those emotions, those feels, as we talk about them, are the things that really drive us at a core level. We may not often recognize that or even want to admit that, but, but we make these decisions that aren't logical most of our lives. They're, they're deeply rooted in emotion. And about the only way to lo logically explain that is to say that intellectually we allow ourselves to make emotional decisions so that we feel better, and that makes intellectual sense, right? It doesn't, but, but bear with me. That's about how we construe our own personal logic. Having said that, let me say this. Fear is mental pain. It's imagining the concept of pain before it ever happens. Fear is not a fact. You don't know that something's actually going to happen until it happens. Once it happens, now it's history. Until it's happened, you have opportunity. And we'll spend a lot of time uh, creating false pain, fake pain, imagining it, marinating on it, stewing in that, and then wondering why we're not motivated. 
and I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at me. I'm saying I got to get my act together. Maybe you do too. Why would we, why would we seek this lack of demotivation when on the other side of fear is, 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 is reward and results and recognition and opportunity? 17 syllables, opportunity. That's the beauty of being afraid. That's the beauty. That's the, the amazing outcome of being scared by your future is that there's outrageous opportunity on the other side. Now, I'm not telling you that you should click your, click your heels and clap your hands and dance a jig because you're afraid. No, 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 no. That's, that's just, that's, that's, you have to be an insane person to go do that. But you can still rise to the day, rise to the occasion, rise to the moment and get things done. There's nothing stopping you from being efficient and effective and powerful and productive and, and driving, driving past the obstacles that stand in your way. Now, fear does a couple things. Some people are paralyzed by fear. If that's you, then you have to just talk yourself through it. That's pretty much the only way around it. If you're paralyzed by fear, you have to stop letting fear control you and just find a way to be effective in spite of that. If you're someone who looks at fear as a sign that what you're trying to achieve it isn't possible, then frankly, you need to start believing in yourself. By the way, guys, a couple insights. I hope you join me on this podcast. This one's short. I always don't like to bring you 15 full minutes. I just want to talk to you about fear, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what I'm hearing from you. You're talking to me about this, and so I wanted to share the moment with you. Look, it's okay to be afraid. I'm afraid sometimes. Join the Facebook group. And let's figure out how we do this all together, okay? See you next time on the next episode of Edgy Conversations with Dan Walsh. But see you, see you around the next time. Uh, until then, stay edgy. Be awesome.